Yo, 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 JC in the house. Let's introduce my boys. Check it. The Ghost Adventures crew, led by Honky Zack Bacon. Then there's Aaron Goody, Hilarious and Raven. Billy Tally is fierce. Jay a little cutie. Stick him in a crawl space to catch some ghost booty. I miss him, Nick Groff, part of the OG crew, but he ghosted on the bunch. Let's start him something new. So tuck yourself in for a spooky little pod. I'm your host, Lynn, to give my boys a nod. Pump up the spirit box. Obviously. Hello, everybody, and welcome to I Love Ghost Adventures, the podcast. I am your host, Lynn, and this is the podcast where I talk about how much I love the show Ghost Adventures. Yay! This is episode 57 of the podcast. So, welcome, welcome. And if you've been with us the whole time, thank you so much. You're the best. And if you're just joining us now, you're also the best. So I hope you catch up on all the episodes. Okay, well, it is a brand new year. Happy 2022. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm always apologizing for putting out episodes super late. But, you know, with the holidays and everything, I was not feeling well. And it's just a lot. Actually, New Year's Eve, I had to run out and get myself tested for COVID because my coworker had tested positive. So all of a sudden, oh, you have to go test yourself and uh, you have to report to HR. Oh, great. All right. So New Year's Eve, I'm running out to get myself tested. But on the rapid test, I was negative. So yay. Woot, woot. And today I actually feel good. I think it actually happened. I got 10 hours of sleep and that's really what I needed because now I actually feel like I have some sort of energy. This is the first time in like months I've felt like I've had any kind of energy. So yay, let's start the year off right. And I believe um, there's a new moon tonight. So make your set your intentions for the new year. And uh, let's get going. All right. All right. So this is this episode is talking about we're still talking about season 25 episode five emergency in Elk Grove. Don't worry, we are almost done with season 25. And then we can move on to the brand new season coming up. Okay, so this is Emergency in Elk Grove, and as Zach puts it, it's a matter of life or death. And he says, it's a matter of life or death for all of us. Da, da, da. These home possessions, um, demonic hauntings in someone's home are always very scary. They're always very, you know, have the ability to be very treacherous and dangerous for the families living there as well as the Ghost Adventures crew themselves. So once again, this is not going to be a fun episode. This is going to be a strictly saving the family episode. All right. So it starts in Elk Grove, California, where this house is. And Zach calls it the most disturbing investigation. I don't know. I feel like he says that a lot, but it's a uh, pretty intense. So it talks to the homeowner, Jillian, and she needs some help. Her friend Jessica says that she won't even come into the house. Jessica says she has had her ponytail pulled and that her friend Jillian has changed since she's lived there. Jessica believes that this change and this haunting is somehow related to Jillian's father's death, which happened recently. So Zach goes in to meet Jillian 
And before he even can get in the house to talk with her, it seems like she's having a panic attack or something. Like she's freaking out. She's saying she can't breathe. You know, she gets calmed down a little bit. They go into the living room and immediately Zach feels some sort of weird energy in the house. So Jillian says the things that have been happening are like this Virgin Mary statue that she had flew off a shelf. You know, that's pretty significant. And the fact that it was Virgin Mary points to something that doesn't like Jesus Christ and, you know, uh, religion or whatnot. So which indicates something demonic, potentially. Jillian says that her dad passed away a few months ago. She said that her her dad died after smoke inhalation. So this is a really weird story. Okay. It was very confusing because both she and her father had fires in their houses that were started by a stove, but her father's microwave set on fire, which I don't know why his microwave was on his stovetop. That seems very strange. I don't even know. It's really hard to understand. But anyway, there was a terrible fire in his apartment and he was, you can see him desperately trying to get out of the house. His bloody handprints were all over his apartment. And there's like smoky handprints. And really, it was just like really disturbing. I don't know why his hands were bloody. I don't know if he tried to grab, you know, the burning microwave or what or how his hands even became bloody in the first place. But you can see he was like trying to get out, get out, get out, get out. So that made it even super freakier. And the freakiest part of it was that there were handprints. There were some of his bloody handprints outside the front door. But the father was found inside the apartment. So it's like, what? You know, so that's a big mystery. Like, did he make his way out of the front door somehow and was drawn back in? Or maybe was pulled back in by a demonic force. Who knows? But that was just a freaky detail of it. I mean, it's all very horrible. It's all terrible. Um, So he, he died eventually of smoke inhalation from that fire. So the Ghost Adventure crew see that there's the burnt microwave, right? In I think it's in Jillian's garage right now. And he puts a voice recorder on the burnt microwave. And Zach asks, did you do this? Like, did you start this fire? You know, who are you? Blah, blah, blah. And the EMF detector starts beeping. Zach asks if Jillian's dad, Jamie, was here. And they start hearing footsteps running upstairs. But they're downstairs and nobody else is upstairs, right? So all of a sudden they're hearing footsteps running up the stairs and nobody is up there. So, of course, the ghost adventure crew goes up to investigate. And Zach yells at Aaron, and Aaron freaks out, saying that Aaron, Aaron freaks out, saying that Zach looked like another person. So, like, Zach somehow looked, like, possessed or something, and he yells at Aaron, and Aaron's like, whoa, dude. And he said that Zach looked like totally another person. And Aaron was just trying to tell Zach that he couldn't hear him. He was like, I can't, I can't hear. I'm saying I can't hear you. And Zach totally snapped at him in this like evil sort of way. 
right? So now Zach is holding the tri-field meter and he starts getting spikes. So then, of course, when they're upstairs, they start hearing noises downstairs. So, of course, they go downstairs and they start getting high EMF spikes around the picture of Virgin Mary. So now there's a picture of Virgin Mary and they're getting all these spikes, EMF spikes. So something is around the Virgin Mary. So Zach says he feels something ice cold on his left hand. And Jillian's friends, Michelle and Matt, they say that they're worried for their friend, Jillian. And Matt says that he had gotten shoved down the stairs in that house. And Michelle says she feels tension in her chest when she's there. And things like her stomach churning, like basically really sick. So Zach goes back inside and tells the friends to go into Jillian's room, right? And Michelle is like really hesitant. She doesn't want to go. Michelle says that the entity, whatever it is in Jillian's room, hates men. So when Matt goes in there, he immediately gets nauseous. He says he gets nauseated, but that's not a word. He gets nauseous and he's feeling really sick to his stomach. So Zach, Matt, and Michelle shut themselves into Jillian's room without cameras, right? And Billy and Aaron and Jay are outside the room. They can't see what's happening because they're on the outside. So Zach starts shouting in the room and Matt again is feeling nauseous like he's going to puke and he starts choking like he's someone's choking him and he has to go outside. He like can't take it anymore. He has to leave the room. And Zach is being super affected. He's getting really, feeling a really strong aggression or something. And, you know, they're, they finally get together and Zach is super aggressive. And he like rawr, lunges at Jay's camera and like bats it out of his hand. I mean, that's, Zach's never done anything like that. That's super crazy. Why would he do that? And he says that he felt something jump inside of him and it made him feel powerful and like there were no consequences to his actions, right? So he just like rawr, jumped at the camera and batted it out of Jay's hands. Super scary. I mean, if I were Jay, I would be like, whoa, freaked out, right? Because I've never seen my friend do this before. And plus, you could have broken my camera, dude. Don't be touching it. So Zach needs to take a break, obviously. He is too affected by what's happening here. So Zach realizes as he's leaving, his hand is bleeding. But that's probably from, you know, smacking the big metal and plastic camera out of Jay's hands. So he's got a little cut on his hands from that. But Zach's outside and he's having trouble getting over this feeling he got, this aggression, this like weird feeling of someone having had jumped inside of him. So he's trying to get over it, but he's really having a really, really, really hard time. Okay, so then the guy's start reviewing these Polaroids that Aaron had taken in Jillian's bedroom. So Aaron was snapping around with the Polaroid and they see what looks like a brown snake-like thing that's like coming out of the door. It kind of looks like it's coming out of the keyhole of the door and kind of snaking up behind Zach, which is super bizarre. Never seen that before. It, and the color of it, they don't mention this, but I think it's interesting that the color of the snake-like anomaly is smoky. Like it looks like 
a real thin band of smoke. And, you know, there's a theme of fires happening in this house, in the father's house. So I thought that was kind of interesting. This was like a smoky snake, like coming up and winding itself around Zach. And in the picture, when you see Zach standing there, his fists are totally balled up, like in a really strange and aggressive manner. Zach doesn't usually stand like with his fists balled up. So something is definitely affecting him. And there's this smoky snake caught on camera, zizzing around behind him. So that was interesting. Okay, now the investigation begins. So Zach's got this parabolic microphone and he and Aaron go inside. So Jay and Billy are still outside. So Zach and Aaron go inside. They got the parabolic mic, which picks up lots of sounds. And it's a directional mic too. So it can pick up sounds from the direction he's pointing the mic, right? So Zach starts feeling this entity at the top of the stairs. Because like they decided like, okay, we're going to go upstairs and see what's going on up there. Because that's where Jillian's room is, right? So they start climbing the stairs and Zach feels like there's this entity at the top of the stairs. Then it hits Aaron. And he says like he felt like he was going to fall. Like he looks like he might pass out. Like you see him on the X camera. And his arm gets numb. And he said it feels like a heartbeat. Like he's like this, whatever is in him, it feels like a heartbeat, which is super strange. But yeah, you can totally see Aaron looks like, it's not like maybe he's not woozy or something, but he looks like he might fall or pass out or something. So Zach sends Aaron to go first, right? Because Aaron is being most affected right now. So he's like, you go first in true Zach fashion. And as Zach is filming Aaron, he catches a light anomaly, like a flashing ball of light going into Aaron's back. And Zach's like, I don't know what that is, but it's like a bright white light. And you can see it. You could totally see it on the camera. Aaron and Zach both start to be affected now. Zach sees a black mass go through Aaron and into Jill's bedroom, which is extremely scary, right? Nobody wants a black mass coming through you, right? So Zach says he sees this something in front of Aaron and totally freaks out. He says it was like a face, black but white, which is a terrifying image. Like imagine a black, like, ghost face but then it's white because it's like illuminated maybe I don't know but it sounds terrifying but that's what he sees and he starts freaking out so Jillian's dad's belongings happen to be under the nightstand in Jillian's room so they open up the little box of his belongings and there's his wallet in there you know really personal items and a bloody dollar bill which apparently was found in his apartment nowhere near where he was like under the couch or in the cushions I can't remember but it was really weird and why is there blood on the dollar like it's so weird this whole blood thing is very bizarre and horrifying right why is there blood everywhere so but there's blood on this dollar bill and Zach's filming it and he's like oh my god it just moved a little bit it's kind of it looks like the little micro shift, but you can see it because it kind of, they keep showing it like 
in slow motion. Like you can see where it is and then how it shifts, where it is, how it shifts. So it's a very subtle shift, but you can actually see it on camera. So Aaron is standing there and all of a sudden he's like, my ear got grabbed. Somebody just grabbed my ear. So then he says he got shaky and then he got grabbed. Aaron says he believes it's Jillian's dad who is here, but he's stuck. And he's saying these things like he's having this premonition sort of thing, like a like a psychic premonition. While he's standing there, he's feeling like Jillian's dad is here, but he's stuck. And he says that there's a war going on, like something's trying to keep him or trying to hurt Jillian, but he's trying to save Jillian or something. He's But Aaron says specifically like, there's a war going on and her father is stuck, which is pretty amazing because you don't really hear Aaron say many things like having psychic premonitions, especially in the moment and things like that. So this is pretty interesting. So then again, Zach starts feeling something cold by his hand, which I think before was his left hand. Now it's his right hand, but his hand, which is by the dad's stuff. So, you know, Aaron was just thinking that his da- her dad was here and he's trying to protect Jillian and he's stuck here. And now Zach is feeling something cold by his hand when he's by the stuff. And Aaron starts freaking out because, like I said, he, ha- he starts thinking like, I had this weird psychic moment. And it's funny because like when Aaron is trying to... M- talk about this weird psychic moment, you know, his dad being stuck and there's a war and blah, blah, blah. It looks totally like Zach is not even listening to him, right? He's like tuned him out totally. And I don't know if that, if he is, you know, sensing something. And so he's just trying to focus in on that and Aaron's just going off and he's kind of trying to tune him out or what? I don't know, but it's, it looks kind of rude, but... (laughs) I'm not going to say it's rude. I don't know what's happening exactly with Zach. But all of a sudden, he just starts yelling for Billy to get in there. Like, Billy, get in here, get in here, get in here. The whole time, Aaron's trying to tell him of his grand psychic moment, you know, and what's happening with the father and the war that's happening in there. And Zach's like totally not even paying attention. He's like, Billy, get in here. I need you. Aaron's like, what am I, chop liver? I don't know. Anyway, so Aaron starts using the spirit box but he doesn't get any voices through the spirit box. So Zach starts staring at Billy. Like you can see, it's really weird. It's like that movie, that paranormal activity where that kid like stands by the bed like for like hours without moving, just staring at the people sleeping. It's kind of the same way. Zach's just like staring at Billy. He's got his head turned toward Billy. Billy's not even noticing it because he's trying to shoot something. He's he's doing his own thing. But Zach is just like staring at him. And it's all caught on an X camera. So it's really strange. Zach is like totally frozen in place. And it's weird because he's not blinking his eyes And there's no like eye movement at all. Like his eyes aren't shifting back and forth. Like he's looking at something or he's thinking about something. It's like he's just frozen and he's not blinking. He's not moving his eyes. It's really strange. And it's going on for minutes. Like this is a long time. Finally, Zach snaps out of it and he has to leave the room. And then Billy is, you know, trying to ask him, you know, some questions and stuff. And Zach starts getting all yelly. He's getting yelly at 
Billy and it's like blah 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 and Billy's just like I'm just trying to ask you some questions and then Zach says he's hearing nonstop talking and he's like I just I'm hearing these noises I'm hearing like nonstop talking in my ear so he has to go outside to nerve center he's just like it's too much too much is going on right now he's like obviously being possessed he's hearing things he's feeling things craziness right so Billy's inside he's using the XLS camera Jay goes in to find Billy Jay goes up the stairs and Billy catches a figure on the staircase and it's the same spot on the staircase where he catches that fi- this figure where Billy had heard a hissing in his ear earlier so that's pretty freaky and it's the staircase again the staircase you know um the friend Matt says he had been pushed on the staircase. You know, they've had all kinds of intense feelings on this staircase. Like Zach was stopped short on the staircase, you know. So now we're seeing an XLS figure on the staircase. And that's where Billy had gotten a whisper in his ear or a hissing sound, I guess, in his ear. Zach starts using the polterpod. And he puts it on the stove on the burner that apparently turns on and off by itself from this ghost or whatever the spirit is, this demon, whatever it is. And he puts it right on the stove's burner. And he gets a voice through the polter pod that's really faint, but it's clear. And it says, remember. Like, that was really cool. Like, it was a faint voice, but it clearly says, remember. Then they all start to get really hot and they're like, what, why are we getting so hot? You know? And it's like, well, again, fire is a theme throughout this thing. So it's like they're making him, them re-experience the fire and they start getting really hot. And then a woman's voice comes through the polterpod and says, a demon. And then a male voice comes through and says, demon. And then the female voice by the microwave says the demon. So now we got three voices saying demon. We know how horrible demons are and how much I hate demons. So this is not cool. Totally not cool. Demons, we can do without them. But now we've had three voices say demon. The next night, they have a Native American shaman come into the house into Jillian's house to do a cleansing ceremony. And Jillian starts to get these scratches on her neck or her back. And it's like three scratches, you know, which is mocking the Holy Trinity. So she gets three scratches on her body. And the Native American shaman starts saging the house in Jillian's bedroom. And she says, not only am I clearing out the negative entities, but I'm trying to clear out all the fear in this house, right? So now they're outside in the backyard and they're doing this ritual in the yard and they're burying something. I'm not sure what they're doing. They didn't really say what they were doing, but it's some kind of ritual. And they start like chanting this like, hey, na, 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 hey, na, 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 hey. And I'm like, wait a second. That's the song Life in a Northern Town by Dream Academy. I'm like, I'm serious. She's just singing Life in a Northern Town by Dream Academy. And just to prove that I'm right, 
I have it queued up. So I was like, either they're huge fans of Dream Academy and they're singing that song or the more likely scenario is that the song is based on like a Native American chant or something like that in the um, in the chorus. So of course I had to look it up. The lead singer of Dream Academy said in an interview that he had wanted to write a folk song with an African style chorus. So perhaps Hey Na 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 Hey is a an African chant as well as a Native American chant. But I just thought it was like amazing. I was like, oh my God, they're singing Life in a Northern Town. Like that is really weird because I'd never heard that before other than in that song. And that song's like from the 80s. So I was like, what? So I thought that was interesting and amusing at first because I just thought she was singing the song, but not so much. Okay. I guess the lead singer of Dream Academy had met Paul Simon, and you know, Paul Simon was doing a lot of work with the African tribe and songs, you know, in, using the song, their chanting and singing in his music. So I guess, I don't know if he was inspired by that or what, but apparently Paul Simon had heard this chorus of Life in the Northern Town and said, what are you going to call it? Hey, na, 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 you know, I guess it was supposed to be funny. I don't know. Anyway, so... After the cleansing of the house and the yard and everything, Jillian reports that she did not feel any negativity after the cleansing. But weirdly enough, she did still wake up with like a thumb-sized bruise on her arm. So there seems to be something still in the house, but maybe it's not as negative or it's not so bad. So let's hope the Ghost Adventures crew helped Jillian clear her house, clear her mind, um, help her through her grief, you know, her grieving process with her father dying, which I know takes a lifetime, but you know, they, I hope they help. You know, it sounds like they helped a little bit, so that's good. So there was some interesting evidence in this episode, like, you know, the, the voices coming through, you know, the demon hearing disembodied things like hissing the SLS figure caught, you know, that's my favorite thing is always the SLS camera. And then just lots of, lots of feelings, sensations, hot and cold, Zach feeling cold spots on on one hand and then on the other hand when he's near the dad's stuff, EMF spikes, you know, so they were getting some good stuff in there and a lot of interesting accounts of things happening in the house. Thankfully, no one got hurt. Zach got weirdly affected, though. That whole possession where he, like, lunged at Jay's camera and knocked it out of his hand. And then that next time when he's, like, super possessed and he's, like, frozen staring at Billy, it's like, that was super freaky. Like, that freaks me out more than anything else. That's scary. Anyway, so it was an interesting episode. And the Ghost Adventures crew once again helps out somebody in need. So that's great. Good job, guys. You're the best. So if you ever have a horrible haunting or demonic presence in your home, please.
please call the Ghost Adventures crew. And I'm just saying that. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's it. Yeah, that's it for episode 57 of the I Love Ghost Adventures podcast. Thank you for sticking around with me. Please subscribe, like, comment on the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's out there, I think, on 12 different platforms. Wherever you're listening right now, subscribe, like, make comments. Good ones, though. Share with your friends. We want more people listening so they can enjoy this podcast, especially if they are big fans of the Ghost Adventures crew. If they're not, they can still enjoy the podcast because it's a fun podcast. Please send me an email at I love ghost adventures podcast at gmail.com and follow the show on Twitter at I love GAC podcast. That's GAC like ghost adventures crew. Thanks. You guys are awesome. And I guess that's it. Everyone, this Omicron variant is spreading like wildfire. Please get your vaxes and your boosts because it'll lessen the severity of like any chance of going to the hospital. It'll be, you'll be way more protected and safe than if you do not get vaccinated and you will not spread it to more people if you can just get vaccinated. If we can just everyone get vaccinated, we can finally have this virus do what viruses do. They spread, they become less and less deadly and they eventually just kind of cycle into like being like a cold or a flu, like the flu, like cold and flu season. You know, you get your flu shot every year and blah, blah, blah. So let's hope we can do that with this. I mean, it's spreading like crazy. So just be very, very careful. Wear your masks at all times when you're not in your house, when you're around anybody that you don't know, you don't know their vax status. So please, thank you. All right. That's my vax talk for the day. All right, and let's hope for a fantastic 2022. One more episode of season 25 that I will record on, and then we'll start the next season of Ghost Adventures. And I'm not for New Year's resolutions because I feel like they're dumb because everyone breaks them within like the first month. But I like to set goals. So my goal is to record and publish more often because even when I record them, it takes sometimes... Editing it takes me like weeks to get to it. And then it's just a lot of work. And then I have to publish it. And then I have to... So it's a lot of work. I'm going to hope to be better. And hopefully I'll feel better. And I'll have more energy. And this will be a fun, more of a fun thing. I mean, it's fun for me. But I have to remind myself that it's fun for me right now. Because I don't feel well a lot of the time. So stay safe. And thank you for listening. And I guess I will just talk at you later. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.